Okay, hi. <laughs> I'm shuffling cards right now. So, um, hi, my name is Liliana. I've had another account on this podcast thing and I messed up because it wasn't a very um, nice moment of my life so I was very angry I was very angry so I wanted to start over because it's not useful and it's just not just for me to be angry on a podcast and just like you know uh just throw all of my emotions in an unorganized way um, to myself and to people whoever wants to listen to me talk. I don't think a lot of people want to listen to me talk. Um, hi, so I hope you're doing well. I'm doing great. Somebody just got mad at me, but I'm doing great. <laughs> And I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the concept of paying attention. This podcast is mainly like for me to um, reflect on life and certain concepts when it comes to life and highlight you know the areas of my existence in which I find meaning you know things that I think about and I'm like ah oh, that's interesting maybe I should you know use that reasoning and that concept um, to improve myself and gain more insight not only into myself um, but also into other people and how they live and what they need and why they do the things that they do instead of you know being um, a victim of life right? We don't want to be victims here. I don't want to be a victim. And let me tell you, my life hasn't been like the most, um, the nicest on some things because I've faced um, a horrible uh, start in my life, um, abuse in the household, sexual abuse when I was a child, then moving from house to house for a long time and just you know really fighting to really get some little stability in my life and it never really happened it never really happened and that also deprived me from you know uh um, from having you know like stable emotional connections when i was a kid and I'm not saying that with like, you know, some desperation in my voice and I'm sad and all these things. No, that's just what happened. And then another recent thing that um, happened to me that was like an, another huge turning point um, was that I was kind of dysfunctional already during my, this university years. You know, I've been studying law school since 2000. And 15, it's five years here where I live and in Europe, and I'm finishing. And 
I've been kind of dysfunctional because I, I didn't know what I was doing. I just w- knew one thing that I wanted to be free and uninhibited and just be free. Like, that's my nature. I want to be. I want to be free. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to conform to any other external idea that I haven't approved of. And that's something really big within me. I, I don't really care to fit in. I don't really care for people to like me. I don't even know what the impression that, you know, the people that meet me for the first time have about me. I, I'm, I'm just who I am and I can't help it. You know? Like, that's who I am. I I cannot be anything different. So, I wasn't really putting myself into, like, healthy situations. And I was, like, really, really naive. Um, Not in love. In other situations, you know, I was kind of being adventurous and all these things. And, like, I'm surprised that nothing really happened to me in the city that I live in. Um, Which is kind of dangerous, especially at night. And I would just be going around like, la la la, you know. I think I have like an angel, a guardian angel that really protects me from bad things. But there is one specific night and one specific weekend in which um, it seems like that um, guardian angel maybe took a nap or he was like out of duty for like a night. And I was raped in my own house by someone who I was obviously familiar with because why would they be in my house, right? That I was helping and this guy said that he needed a place to stay, he didn't have money and didn't even tell me the truth. This was someone that I had some past connection with but it was in the past, it was brief, it was nothing that I really gave importance to and it, w- it didn't even supposed to happen due to some um, customs and stuff. It, it shouldn't have happened to begin with. And this guy happened to be around in Europe and asked for asked me for a place to stay and he didn't let me know that he wanted to be alone with me or anything, you know. I just thought whatever happened in the past was in the past and I, w- I was very cool. I was actually talking to him about other people that I was dating, other people that I was thinking about. So... Um, and he seemed pretty cool on his own. He was not really doing anything to signal any kind of interest. And, and at some point, things just switched um, when we were alone. And I tried saying no. I tried clutching myself. I tried, you know, really trying to make him understand that I didn't want to. And I realized at some point that he was not getting it. And... Yeah, and and so it happened. And what was even more traumatizing was the fact that this guy came and slept by me afterwards, even though I was turned to the other side, I was clutching myself and I was kind of terrified. Couldn't even look at him. And he came and laid next to me and, and hugged me, kind of. So I was forced to sleep and be petrified. Um with the guy that had just raped me, besides me. 
And he then made us some sort of excuses and started telling me how we couldn't be together due to these customs. And I'm like, if we can't be together, then why did you do what you did? And at some point, I decided to tell everybody because I was like, you know what? I don't care what anybody thinks of me. Like, I'd be hurt if my own family doesn't believe me because they know me. They've been knowing me all this time, longer than they've known him. And... But I, I need to protect myself because I realized that he was trying to get away with raping me. Like, he knew. And he's older than me. He's a full-blown adult. And he, he knew exactly what he was doing. And he was trying to get away with it and trying to manipulate me into thinking that, oh, we can't. We, oh, there's so many problems when the reality was that I said no. I had no idea what his plans were. And he just jumped on me in my own bed and forced me into doing something that I didn't want to do and was trying to then convince me that he cared about me so much. And that was terrifying to me. Because if he could do that to me, he could do that to other people that are close to me. And I and still try to get away with it and pretend to be this good person that he isn't. So in that moment, I was already going through a lot of distress because, you know, I haven't met like the nicest people. Then, you know, I was kind of paying psychologically, paying the consequences of putting myself into situations that really weren't beneficial to me. So it was kind of like everything was coming out at that moment and the stress due to university was coming out at that moment. It was all, you know, it was really a very, very heavy time in my life. Two years ago, March. Actually, yeah, it happened today, the 10th of March. And yeah, it could have, it, it, it was tonight, but two years ago. And I was then forced somehow into choosing either this episode of being assaulted and violated in my own house, in my own bed, by someone that I thought I knew, someone that I trusted, someone that I respected, someone that I thought cared about me and my family, um, and use this episode to, you know, get even more depressed and possibly do something really bad to myself or to fight. And the fight was vicious because rumors started circulating about me, which I, I know this is, he made them up. He obviously denied, lied, uh, claimed to be in a relationship with me, claimed that I wanted it and all these things, that he had evidence which he doesn't have because I hadn't been speaking to him for years at that point. And I was... It took me a lot of time not only to get over what happened that night not only because I was attacked, you know, I, I, was not, I was not just getting over the physical attack, but it was the shock 
of someone it was calculated and premeditated and this person knew that we all trusted him and that I would have agreed to host him at my place because I trusted him and used that to rape me and even tried to get away with it that's what I had to get over and the fact that he was even willing to throw me under the bus and shit on me even more when confronted just it was just shocking you know like you know this person you think you know them you used to speak to them you used to share things together and and this person does something so heinous and horrifying and horrendous to you something so traumatic and abusive and and i was hurt not only because of the physical attack but also because of these reasons and at the same time i was even sad that i found myself fighting against him cuz i truly didn't have anything against this person you know like i he put me in that position because if it was for me like i was cool and it took me all this time to really elaborate and it it will take me a lot more time to to really really you know accept that there are people like this in the world and it saddens me to accept that cuz you know it's not normal it's normal people don't do that a normal person doesn't behave like that and it took me almost a year and a half to feel safe again safe in my own house safe with other men safe with my friends i had panic attacks for over a year I used to wash myself more than twice a day. I used to have nightmares. I couldn't even sleep properly. I had constant anxiety attacks. I couldn't even trust the people, the men in my life, even family people that up till now for my whole life never did anything wrong to me. I couldn't trust anyone anymore. I couldn't even let my friends in my house just say like to take lunch or anything i was terrified i was terrified cuz you know it's not just some random guy in the street it's someone that you feel safe with so like you start doubting everyone then you know you're like every everyone anyone can do that to me again 
But then by the time I came to understand that no, normal people don't do this. And that was just an unfortunate event and no one, no one could have predicted it. No one in my place could have seen it coming. And it's not normal and it happened to me. And I chose to fight. Why am I telling you this story? Not to commiserate and all these things, because you know, at the end of the day, I know who I am. Um, but I chose to fight, because once you're, you, when you're in the situation, you just think of surviving. Once you get out of it, that's when the, the pain starts to arise, you know? That's when it all starts to dawn on you, whatever happened. And on some level, I'm really proud of myself because um, I didn't require all that much help. I, I came to terms on my own and, and yes, and I did what I could. But on some other level, I'm really you know, offended and sad that some people choose to bring ugliness into other people's lives. There are girls who commit suicide after being raped and abused. There are girls who are not able to trust anyone anymore ever in their life. There are girls, men who are affected by this forever. Forever. Is it my case? No. <laughs> Sorry, I had to pause because it makes me cry, you know, to, to understand that there are some people who are so um, selfish and evil and just like they don't respect anything and anyone and that they can do something that can really ruin someone's life. Like that night could have ruined me psychologically and ruined my life at the age of 22. And in my case, I don't know why I was lucky because somehow something inside of me uh, helped me to push through that and it even made me better than I was before. It actually forced me to pull out something that I just didn't know I had. and. I even got out of that depressed, dysfunctional um, spiral that I was in for like two years before that. And everything actually started going better because it forced me to really take hold of myself and my life and 
you know, really guard myself and protect myself and say, I am the most precious thing here. This is my life. My life is precious. And I don't want anything or anyone to ruin it. Like, I would rather, I don't know if it's only me, but I would rather be depressed for ages and years over someone that I deeply loved, that I had a deep connection with, you know, someone that really meant something to me. Not just some random guy that I flirted with when I was 16 that I happened to meet years back, years later, sorry, that really meant nothing to me other than, you know, being someone that I thought I knew, someone that I respected, that needed some help for a night and decided to do something horrifying to me on purpose. I know he did that on purpose to traumatize me. Like I was not going to let such, you know, someone that was so irrelevant to me just a couple of hours before that night ruin my whole entire existence and be so important to ruin me psychologically. Sure, like I, it took me a year to feel safe, to heal, you know, to, to get back to myself. And I'm even mad about that, you know. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very, very prideful. So I'm really, really mad that I even spent a whole year healing from someone, from something that some irrelevant dude did to me, you know. The reason why it, it, it really offends me is that this person afterwards really wanted to claim that I was hurt because he was in so he was so important to me and he didn't want me you see all that he was after he wanted to seem like he had some sort of importance to me and it's so annoying to me that i even spent a whole year to heal but you see i didn't have to heal from him i had to heal from being raped in my own house in my own bed it could have been him, it could have been anyone. I would still have taken that time. So, I guess, you know, this person loses on so many levels with me and also with, you know, as a human being, it's such a failure to see such people like this. But it really hurts me, you know, to know that there are people who would go to this extreme length almost risking to ruin someone like you could really ruin and destroy someone psychologically make them get really like a really bad depression and really like you know disorders and symptoms is you can really harm someone psychologically all because of some stupid ego trip it's disgusting to me, right? But I, I don't know why I thank God every day that instead of letting this happen to me, it actually really pushed me to see all the 
the things that I have, the things about me as a person, my character, the things that I didn't even like about me, so to fix them, the things about my body, the things about my ideas, my dreams, my goals, uh, my life, the people around me, the people that believe in me, the people who in their own way defended me from him and you know, pushed me away from that situation psychologically. Like, I had one person who was really close to me talk to me and say, you know what, don't even think about this loser anymore. You have so many prospects. There's so many, like there's people who really believe in you and your academic career and who you're going to become and you're over here letting this person, this thing here, try to ruin everything like why are you giving this one you know idiotic thing so much importance over all the people that are believing in you that love you that have been there for you that trust you you know and that's what really really pushed me forward because it's true it's true, we have so much in our lives, some of us, not all of us, and I'm, it really hurts me, you know. There's people and there's kids who don't have anyone, but for those of us who have, you know, people in our lives, careers, jobs, university, things, even if things get hard, even if things get, you know, really tough and we doubt ourselves, we doubt our capacities, we, we doubt if we can make it or anything, Look at those things. Just thank God or whoever you believe in just for having them, you know, just for having that opportunity. You might win or you might not win, but just being there, just having that thing, you know, is important. The way a relationship, it might end, it might not end, but just having someone for a moment in time to look at you and you know and love you appreciate that moment appreciate that love that opportunity even if it's fleeting that moment is important there's people who don't even have that you know And appreciate the love that you give to other people. Because maybe that person, you know, needs that. Even more than they think they do. You are precious. You are precious. You are important. And whenever something happens... Please, please talk to someone. Talk to someone that can really, you know, do what that person who spoke to me like that, that was my sister, which I haven't, I've never had like a, a good relationship with her ever, ever. Um, but she was the one who really saved me from all that chaos. That's when like something really ticked in me. I was like, you know what? I don't care. 
I don't care what this person says. I don't care whatever lies. I don't care whatever conflict. I don't care whatever rumors about me. All this is irrelevant. All this is not important. He's creating all this mess and all this disgust in my life, in my family's life. Um, and that makes him feel important, which says a lot about, you know, how little he thinks of himself to have to scoop this law. And this is, isn't important. Close it off, move on. Like, I really thought about it. Like, honestly, I am giving him so much importance and I'm not giving my sister importance, my mom importance, my nephew and niece importance, my friends importance, my university, my academic career that I've been fighting for for years now um, importance, my dreams importance. And I'm over here really, um, I was two years ago, I'm talking about, um, really, really focusing on this bullshit situation that someone else put me in because I, I wasn't in that before that and they're feeding off of the fact that I'm focusing on them and that's what's making them think they're important you know some people would just come and create chaos in their in your life just so you stop focusing on your goals your dreams your life your everything in which they had no part of but their only way of having you or having you look at them, pay attention to them, is to create havoc and mess you up. And they will mess you up to the point that you don't even pay attention to yourself and you're giving them so much power over you, which they don't deserve because they never had it before. And they don't even have it in that situation. You are letting them have it. Like, it just takes some time to swallow your pride, think of your pain and not the other person and whatever they did, but think of your pain of healing yourself, thinking about your life, thinking about your goals, thinking about all the people that you love and that love you. And trust me, you won't find space for bullshit people like those. No matter what they did to you, something horrendous. I'm not talking to you about you know, some gossip or anything. I was raped. It's horrendous. It's horrifying. It's traumatizing. But still, that person does ha doesn't have any power or relevance in my life. If only, you know, the only thing I could do right now is just to thank him. Because if it wasn't for that episode, I'd still be you know, doubting myself, not appreciating things. But if it wasn't, if it wasn't for that episode and the strength and the, the awareness, it was like forcing me to break out of like old skin and immaturity and doubt and depression. And it forced me to fight everything to fight for my grades to fight for my exams to do the work to fight for my friendships to fight for myself for everything it forced me to appreciate my life so much more because i said some people really get ruined like really 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 messed up due to abuse like that and i was like i'm not gonna let anything rob me of my life i was only 22 Imagine being 
ruined at 22 and having something like that affect me for the rest of my existence and that person wasn't even important to me you know like at least I could justify if it was the love of my life someone that I was really in love with you know something someone really close to me that I really really had feelings for and all that stuff but no, this person really meant nothing to me. I'm not gonna let someone who was irrelevant, who chose to do something horrifying to me, rob me of my life. I'm going to be happy and live my life and fall in love and have a lot of amazing sexual experiences and get my kids and get married and get my degree and have my career and be happy regardless. And on that note, I wish for any one of you who's struggling with any sort of thing that you think is really weighing down on you and making you feel like you are unworthy of living your life, I hope, I hope that these words can inspire you. If I were there, I would hug you and I would cheer for you, <laughs> but I'm not there. So I hope these words can inspire you. And I'm not saying that you won't feel pain. It's not like I'm not in pain when I think about it. It's not like I don't get angry. I obviously do. You heard my voice before. It's, it's always going to be a scar, but it's not going to be affecting me and who I am and who I'm meant to be. My destiny is my destiny. I'm going to go there no matter what. And on that note, bye.